Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. So I was going to say, so what's your bedtime routines like at the minute? Well, the reason that we're asking this is because we're going to do a special today where we're, we're going to be chatting to um, a very important businessman. Very important businessman. So, yeah, Robert is the MD of Child's Farm who are currently supporting uh, these episodes of Don't Tell Your Mum. Very kind of them. Yeah, but we actually, Child's Farm for me is... It reminds me of Noah when he was when he was a baby. Noah was our, was our first, yeah. and the reason being, like Charlie did like extensive research because Noah has always had a bit of eczema. He's always mm. had rashes here, there, and everywhere. So he always wanted something which was really, really kind yeah. to his skin. And all I remember and all I can smell is their um, they did a hair and body wash, and I think it was a like an orangey. It, it might be organic sweet orange. Yeah. I think the smell is. And that will forever remind me of Noah, my first baby, having bath time. And that's why when he said that we were chatting to Robert from Child's Farm, I was like, oh, if only he knew. I know. Well, this is the thing, like, for us, for for me, it's so much better working with brands that we... Because sometimes, sometimes you've got to just take the money. <laughs> yeah, or, or at least work with someone that you don't know much about. Yeah, Whereas it's so much nicer when you're working with a, with a company where, like you say, you, you've been using Child's Farm products for... Five years. Five years. And like we, we, we now have Luna, Luna's yeah. two, and we're still yeah. using them. Yeah. Um, and we'll continue to use them because, and this is the most important thing, their skin's great, they've had no problems. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. End of, isn't it? You know, and uh, and, it, and it, it it smells nice, and also the packaging looks good. The packaging looks like it's for kids. Yeah, and when you pick a bottle up to go and wash their hair, I imagine I don't know the psychology behind it, but they don't get so freaked out. Yeah, because there's some farm stuff on there. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, you feel right at home with the farm stuff. I don't know if you know. You, did you grow up on a farm? I, I, did, yeah. Yeah, I did actually grow up on a farm. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but it'll be interesting to chat to him because I I, I haven't heard this because I didn't do the interview with you, mm. but what is going to be interesting is finding out how someone, you know, who's got this successful, brilliant brand who must be very, very busy and probably very high powered, mm. how he fits his day-to-day family life yeah. in with everything. You know what exactly. I mean? Does he, can he get back for bath time? You know, those kinds of questions. I'd be funny if Robert doesn't. <laughs> no, no, I've never used Charles Farm products at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. So what, but let's talk about bath time because I only do bath times on weekends because I work in the evening. My radio yeah. show is from 4pm till 7pm, which means I don't get home till about 8 o'clock and they're, they're well and truly um, in bed. So I kind of miss out on a lot of bath times. Now, from what I gather, 
when I do it, it can be stressful. Mm. It can be very stressful, especially when you've got two in a bath. Um, but it can also be one of the loveliest things ever. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It is. I mean, I bath with Ted, like I've said many times, every single night. For you the sometimes have a bath with two of these. Even now, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, or more often than not, yeah. I'll, I'll get in the bath with And them. it gets your wash out the way, doesn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, he does not, he hasn't kind of clocked onto the fact that having a bath with a sweaty 30 year old man, <laughs> not a random 30 year old man for the record, me, his dad. <laughs> it's just, just, <laughs> it's just really bad. Yeah, really but bad. But like, obviously, the water's pretty rough. Yeah. Although I, I'm a pretty clean guy. Yeah, but well, yes, we bath until you have the, br- the bread sweats. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's so nice. Like it genuinely is a time when we can play mm. and we can just interact with each other. And also, there's no distractions. Yeah, like that, I think that's the difference. I think when you're in the living room and you might be playing a game or something, there's other things going on around the house and other it's kids. It's a captured and audience, isn't it? He's you, sat there. He's there. And you're sat there, and you can do nothing but interact with each other. And, yeah. and for me, that's that is one of the perfect times for dads and their kids to bond and and obviously having a good product that means that the skin's going to be nurtured and looked after and you know if it's sensitive if all of that kind of stuff then that obviously makes a big difference well I'm sure we're, we're going to find out what actually goes in and the organic ingredients yes. and stuff like that because even the, the science and the, and the chemistry behind it fascinates me yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to that <laughs> I'm, I don't actually get in the bath with, with Noah and Luna because there's two of them there's no room we yeah. haven't got a very big bath so when they're having their bath time they've got their little play toys We've talked about bath toys before. Yeah, we have. Which I'm not keen on, especially the ones that squirt water out and there are black bits in there. Yeah. Um, but they 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 love it. They you know they do imaginative play mm. and stuff like that, and I love it. And usually what I'm doing is I'm at the sink to the left and just sorting my beard out or having a shave or, you know what I mean, <laughs> but do little bits like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's nice. Should we, should we have a chat to him? Yes, let's go for it. So this is Robert Bridge, the Managing Director of Child's Farm on Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Well, welcome back to Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Um, it's very exciting. So the last few episodes of Don't Tell Your Mum have been supported by our friends at Child's Farm. So if you haven't checked them out yet, then you need to check out childsfarm.com. Um, but we're honoured uh, in this episode because we are joined by the managing director, Robert Bridge, of Child's Farm, who's also a dad of two. So we're going to kind of tap into um, his experience of being a dad um, and also running a, a, a very successful business as well. Um, so welcome. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Why don't you, um, why don't you start by telling us um, about you, about your kids, and yeah, just fill us in. Yeah, so I've, I've, I'm the managing director, as you said, of Charles Farm. Um, from a family perspective, I've got two boys, um, not dissimilar to dogs, uh, run around a lot. Uh, very similar. Uh, very similar to dogs. Um, <laughs> They are, they're 12 and 10, two boys, uh, no girls in my family since 1878, so we've had five generations of wow. boys. Um, so my wife was not keen for a third, as you could imagine, because um, it would have been a boy. That's strong. Uh, yeah. And how, also, how far do you take that as well? Like, someone's going to be like, we need a girl, we, we need a girl, let's just yeah. keep trying. And like, yeah. eventually there were like 20 kids, all boys. There was some pressure from uh, grandparents to, to finally try and uh, break the, uh, the curse, as yeah. it were. But uh, yeah, no luck. Um, although actually, you know, two boys, uh, only 18 months apart. So first, you know, first few years was yeah. pretty tough, as, as most parents with that sort of age gap will attest. 
Um, and uh, and then you know, to, uh, my wife is from Yorkshire. She's she keeps me in check. Pretty st- strong, yeah. strong uh, mind. Um, and uh, yeah, we've had the we've had all the fun and games of, of raising the kids. We're we're a sports mad family. Like yeah. properly, like pretty much every sport is is uh, is participated in or yeah. watched so is there much competitiveness between yeah, oh, the boys hugely really? yeah yeah they yeah. support the same teams well yeah they um they the the older one sort of followed his my view of supporting chelsea when uh, when he was uh, when he, is that yeah but you'll like this cuz uh, the younger one uh, watched Arsenal when he was when he was younger and he quite liked them okay. and he was about five or six and I told him that he could support Chelsea or he could support Leeds which is his mum's thing <laughs> um, or he can go and sleep in the shed if he uh, wanted to support Arsenal and he's so, still in the shed so he's supporting Chelsea <laughs> thanks, thankfully All right, okay. yeah but they are competitive and, and actually as a dad it's quite hard how you how you sort of how you foster that competitive spirit without it, yeah. it boiling over and most brothers fight right but yeah. um when they're when they're really sporty and they they one of them's trying to be better than the other um it's it's quite tough to manage yeah. do they uh, presumably though as being so close in age as well they also can play together yeah i mean there is a well, well well worn strip in the garden of for, from a cricket pitch which every winter i try to reseed and yeah. it just gets worn away and and have um, you given up yet <laughs> uh, well i sort of have although i've noticed this winter because it's rained the whole time they haven't been out there and, okay. and actually the grass is sort of semi growing back but yeah they 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 do play a lot um together and and actually having them so close together they're only one school year apart and they're a similar yeah. sort of size actually they 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 don't they can't beat each other up which is good physically um and 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 also enables them to to play a lot of sport together yeah that's cool i mean ours are um not well two and a half years um but yeah so we've got that sports competitive edge to come uh, as they get a bit older yeah yeah, the other thing I sort of, the other part of our lives is that both my wife and I are, are heavily involved in their sports teams that, uh, the weekend. So, Coaching. Yeah, so I co-coach two football teams, both of their football teams now. I, I used to be only one, I foolishly took on two this, this winter. And then also on the cricket team, and my wife does all the admin and, and helps do, do wow. she does all the organisation for the teams. Um, and it is pretty full on, but we both sort of, A, we love sport and B, we took the decision that we could either stand on the touchline or we could get involved. And, yeah. and um, there are times when you're running a business and you're uh, and you're doing that at the weekends that there's you don't get some masses of time to yourself. But it is pretty rewarding. Although when you lose when you lose a match at the weekend, it's amazing. The how, whole family is just down. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, and we're you know, you 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 wake up and the next morning it's still bugging you. It's like yeah. Oh. Anyway, what about when uh, one of the one of the kids makes an error? Do you have to kind of treat that differently? To as a as a coach, um, you end up. Or I end up being overly critical of them versus mm. other other to sort players. of compensate anyone. Yeah, kind yeah. of going, hang on a minute, yeah, you're favouritising. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although anyone listening to this who's part of the team might uh, might <laughs> counter that, but no, I try. <laughs> I, I, I do try. Yeah. I think you overcompensate and. Um, and the boys recognize it like they, 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 now that they're old enough to sort of communicate that they, they will say, oh yeah, you, you, you do, you over, you're, you're overly critical of, of this. And it's something I try and balance. Um, I'm not sure how successful I am with it, but, um, guess it getting how you give feedback to kids, um, in a, and it's, there are a lot of parallels with business, right? Which is, you know, when you're coaching somebody in your team, you're trying to, you're trying to get them to improve, 
you know, there's a there's a business rule, isn't there, that says every for every sort of constructive bit of feedback you give them, there should be three or four positives. Yeah. Um, you know, if you hold some of that true when you're talking to your to to your kids, then. But there's a time and a place for kids, right? You, you know, if you're straight after a match, and I read a few books on this, and straight after a match, you're in the car on the way home. You, those that's the time when you shouldn't be sort of you know picking up on what yeah. went wrong or it should just be about you know how much fun it was and and uh, and and you know how, what they enjoyed enjoyed from the game asking those sort of open-ended questions yeah. but it's so easy when you're so passionate about yeah. it to, to say oh you could have done this slightly differently or whatever um, so I get that wrong as much as I get right I think yeah oh it sounds exciting sounds like sounds full-on now we want to we obviously we want to talk about Charles Farm yeah and we want to kind of weave in some products kind of that um, are relevant. And obviously being sports mad, the the three-in-one shower gel. Yeah, yeah. We have a three-in-one, we have a three-in-one sport and we have a three-in-one swim. Okay. And the three-in-one swim uh, is for, you know, when you're going to the swimming pool or you're going out to the beach or yeah. whatever and, and, and you need to go to the showers and, and wash afterwards and you don't want to take, you know, there used to be that old uh, ad where it was like take two bottles into the shower, yeah. not me. Uh, well, you know, this is this is take three bottles into the shower, not me. You know, we, we just take one. And, yeah. and, you know, if you've ever been in, and we I did this a lot when the kids were younger, taking them to the swimming pool, what a nightmare. Um, and, and trying to, you know, wash them afterwards and yeah. get the chlorine off. And, you know, anyway, so anything that just going to help a little bit to do that and, and help help people with sensitive skin, which is yeah. which is Charles Farms. You know, I guess the, the starting point of the brand was the fact that we could develop these these products that were natural and um, and were safe for set people sensitive yeah. and eczema prone skin, but also had a bit of fun to them, right? Like had a bit of fragrance. They had the, the bottles look great. They're made yeah. with the kids in mind. Um, anyway, so yeah, so the, the swim side is is one part, and the other part is now, and I see this with my boys, like they come back, you know, covered in mud from rugby and football. I bet you're lot, you know, they're uh, exactly the same. And it's almost as if that's been their goal. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't need to win this game. I just need to get as muddy and sweaty as possible. Yeah, but their concept of washing afterwards, yeah. Nil. I mean, literally nil. Well, obviously, at the moment, we're talking a lot about washing hands, and maybe we'll, we'll talk about that later on. But the the uh, the the concept of washing after sport and doing it as soon as you can to get the mud off, because otherwise your skin starts to then get, especially with grass, wet grass. Like my eldest boy, his, if he if he's on wet grass, his skin will start to start to react to wet really? grass, and and so the sooner you can wash him, um, the better. Yeah. But Get, teaching a twelve-year-old to do that is 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 tricky. So anything you can do um, to 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 help, you know, yeah. so much the better. Do they do they like the products? Oh, they love the yeah. products. And actually, my because um, Charles Farm really only took off about five years ago. And with my kids being the age they they are, we we actually had never heard of the brand before I got approached for the mm. job. And um, and my eldest had never been able to have a bubble bath before because any of the bubble baths made his skin, you know, a little bit sensitive. Yeah. Um, and the beauty of our bubble bath is that it's it's natural products, and therefore, you know, the vast majority of people with sensitive skin can can use the use the product. So happy days. Yeah. Uh, although now telling a twelve year old to have a bubble bath is uh, is uh, yeah, but there's a, there's a time and a place for, for yeah. everyone to have a little bubble bath. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't found the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's a <laughs> but different. But the place kind of looks at me every night, saying, "You need a bath." Oh, I wish one day. Yeah. Um, my JK, so the co-host, yeah, yeah. he's used Child's Farm for his children who both have sensitive skin. Oh, brilliant. For since they were born, um, and so when obviously we, we were sharing about the partnership, he said, "Oh, fantastic! Like that's something that he's really on board with and passionate about because he's been using them in his bathroom every single day for the last five years." 
it has a sort of cult following. I mean, yeah. the, the the generation of of, of mums and dads that, that have had kids in the last five, six, seven years, they're you know, this is a brand that that they love and the kids love. Um, it's incredible. It's such an amazing success story, and and the the British element of it is is fantastic. Like the yeah. the, the market was dominated by by brands that were from America and Johnson Johnson, people like that. And and Charles Farm has gone from nothing now to being the market leader, mm. um, which is incredible. So it's, and and the founder Joanna, she her I don't know if you know any of the backstory, but but she um, she her youngest daughter had really bad eczema, and she couldn't find any products that that helped. Yeah. Um, and so she developed. Uh, she was she was ex investment banker had had but had grown up in a household where um, they'd always sort of found natural remedies for stuff and so she came up with some ingredients herself um, worked on her daughter then she decided well her friend said well let's why don't you make it and sell it and 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 here we are today and here she did the ingredients are quite unique in some ways aren't they and. Um, so we're talking about um, fatherhood, obviously, throughout the podcast every yeah. week. And uh, a lot of the dads listening are sleep deprived. Oh, I mean, if they can get through the first 20 minutes of a podcast, they've done pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless they're driving and yeah. then they have to stay awake. Yeah. Um, but sleep deprivation is a big thing. And some of the ingredients can uh, can work is this the right thing? Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah. Some of the ingredients can work towards helping with sleep deprivation, helping your kids sleep, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the. Someone once told me that the special forces use sleep as a way of torturing yeah. uh, people or, or sleep deprivation. And, and um, having been a, <laughs> a father and gone through that, you know, you can attest, can't you? Absolutely. It, 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 is, it is brutal. Yeah. And every- I, I, re- I reckon, actually, and I'm sure I've said this before, but I reckon that parenting is an absolute doddle if you can sleep yeah. for 12 hours every single night, yeah. which I know is not possible. No, no, it's not. And yeah, so anything you can do from the moment they're born, even, you know, even, even into, their, into their young ages... Um, to help them sleep is is obviously golden. Um, there's there's lots of evidence around some form of routine that helps ch- mm-hmm. helps children get ready for bed. Um, now, obviously, there are there are different levels of routine, and and there are all those sorts of books yeah. that you can read about how how to do it. But what we've found is a that the routine around bath time is really important. So so that that you get into a set routine around it. And within bath time, um, tangerine um, oil um, from made from the skins of, of tangerines is 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 known to have calming uh, mm. properties on on any on an, anyone, kids or adults. And so our bubble baths um, and, and many of our products actually have tangerine oil in, in it, um, and this helps with with the sort of calming nature. Then you follow it up with an element of sort of moisturizer, um, and then and then and then and that sort of can be a massage, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or, and then and you can use massage oils as well, and then and then it's and then it's bedtime, and and if you can get that routine set, you know, every night, is, then it's a really good way to start them off and get them to sleep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's why those products are being created, and and um, whilst I could never claim that you know everyone's going to have success with it, it's uh, yeah. it is is there is definitely some science behind it as 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 well as yeah. some trial and error, and I'm sure many parents out there who are using Charles Farm can testify to the fact that it has worked for them. Yeah, yeah. And like in you know in parenting, like you say, not everything will work for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But let's try some stuff out and let's see what works for us. And if it does, great. And and if it doesn't, then we we'll look look to trying something, tweaking the routine. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, if you, if you think about humans, we we are we do have quite a lot of routine in our lives, and you know, you 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 go to bed at certain times, you you know, you you eat at certain times, and and if you're not bringing that routine into elements of of the of the child's day, mm-hmm. then um then then it's going to upset their upset their rhythm. Yeah, where just I'm just going back slightly here to the um the the founder Joanna. Mm-hmm. Where, where does the word name Child's Farm come? So from? she grew up on a farm owned by Mister Childs. Um, oh. Yeah, and so it's without the apostrophe, hence. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so she that that farm was where you know she had this this very sort of organic upbringing. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the the ingredients are are all natural um, that that go into our products, and 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 we also make sure that every single we also do testing um, on children, you know, babies, which which mm. uh, which is part of uh, which is much more. Um, expensive to do. A lot of other brands will just will actually do it on animals. We don't test on animals. We're we're yeah. we're we're uh, vegan and and approved um, by the the Leaping Bunny Foundation. Um, but if you do by doing that and using the best ingredients, then then you have the best chance of of making sure that these are these are good for people with with sensitive skin and yeah. and, skin. and that's becoming so important to parents. You know in. in in the 21st century, in 2020, you know, the, the right ingredients, yeah. organic, you know, people would, would, I think everybody is always looking for a better standard. Yeah. And to find products that offer that standard, I think is, for parents, is, is and fantastic. And parents are much more knowledgeable now on this sort of stuff. Uh, I yeah. mean, when, even 10, 12 years ago when I had my kids, maybe I was a bad dad, but, you know, we, you just didn't... We're all bad dads, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in different ways. So when you went shopping, you just you just didn't really know that, you almost assumed that everything in baby stuff was going to be fine Safe. to your yeah, kids. Exactly. And, and actually, when you look at the ingredients of some of this stuff, you realise that it, these are some of them are some pretty nasty yeah. chemicals, and, yeah. and and so that's why natural organic ingredients are so important. Yeah, that's fantastic. So uh, you're well, you're further down the line of fatherhood than I am. What uh, what's your kind of one bit of advice to dads listening who have got under fives and the rest to kind of come? <laughs> oh. Um. Do they want to hear the good or the bad? I guess when you're under five, maybe in life, you always sort of think as you get older, things get easier. And, and, and I would, all I would, I would say that, that you get new challenges every year. Yeah. Um, you know, my 12 year old is about to, about to go into teenager, um, life and, and I can see that that's going to be a little bit challenging. Yeah. Um, but what I would say as a dad, I think, I think it gets even more fun after five as well, though. Um, the, I always remember feeling semi-useless um, in the early days of, yeah. of of the of the youngsters. Um, you know, my wife had so much on her plate, and there's only so much you can do, especially when they're breastfeeding and you're not doing a yeah. bottle or whatever. Um, when you get to when you get to five and and beyond, the amount of interaction that you can do, and the amount of time, and the the sort of the trips you can do, like my my big love in life is surfing, and and I've surfed for the last. 30, 35 years yeah. and to introduce my kids to something that has just been a massive part of my life and take them yeah. with me just the best thing ever yeah um so i in terms of advice i i, I think the um there the one i i i've always believed in immersing yourself in whatever they're doing right and hence all the sort of sports stuff i mean it is it is pretty um it's it's pretty burdensome, but um, you know if you've had kids and you want to spend time with them, there's there's not a better way to do it, and and it's the sort of things that they'll remember for life. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say that 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 
and and also if you're part of a local club, the way that you sort of meet people and meet other dads and and, and make friends um, that way is is incredibly important. And if you can help out in a local club, even if it's like running the line on the football pitch or or helping put the cones out, you know, for, yeah. for the cricket, it's like it's it's awesome. I love that concept of doing the things that I love and teaching and encouraging my children to also love those same things and then yeah, yeah. to do it, do those together. I think it's brilliant. Do you, um, where, where do you, do you surf in the UK? Yeah, yeah. So we, 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 um, we go down to North Devon a lot, yeah. uh, to Croyd. Um, and I, I, I went to university up in the Northeast and used to surf up in Newcastle and, and you around. surf that, in Newcastle? Yeah, there's some amazing ways up there. No way. Yeah, true. True Never story. heard that. And yeah. I've, I've had a tiny bit of experience of surfing 10 years ago. Right. But, uh, I've never... You can't surf in yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah the, the Northumberland coastline and then down into the North Yorkshire coastline is some of the best ways in the country um, on the day, but it is seriously cold. You've, yeah. got, you've got to have, well, you, you've got to have A, a really thick wetsuit and also a, a mindset and uh, and a, an ability to take a, 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 bit, of, a, a bit of cold. Um, <laughs> a bit of cold. But yeah, that now, I mean, this Christmas I went out in in North Devon um, with my boys uh, surfing uh, on Christmas Day and it was wow. you, you paddle out together and it's it's a pretty special experience yeah. um, and you know you you those are the those are the moments in life that you just you'll never forget yeah oh you're making me quite envious now I think like what can I what can I take Ted to do but but you know any anything you do you know some of my mates are you know into golf they, mm. he, some they've woven and I I have managed to do it but you know I'm going to go and play golf with the, with the youngster four hours away you know yeah. away playing a bit of golf and oh, brilliant way to 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 bond yeah that's nice I've almost bought a camper van I heard this on your on one of your yeah. podcasts well I, since we recorded that yeah and I I've 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 almost pressed the green light on it on what what are you going for it's a VW Transporter. Oh, mate, that's epic. Yeah, T5. That, that's a serious bit of kit. It's a serious bit of kit. It's, the, one, the one I've gone for, this is, we're going off on a wave, it's side tangent here, but the one I've gone for, or go, potentially going for, is uh, it's gone quite, quite a few miles. Yeah. But full service history and kind of ready to go. So... I reckon, you know, camping trips with the kids going down there, yeah. going down to Cornwall or Devon, would be pretty that's nice. What, that's, honestly, that's what dreams are made of. Yeah. 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 So what do you love most? Um, well, I suppose you touched on what you love most about um, being a dad. Yeah. I guess that's linked to also um, your advice. Yeah. For dads. Yeah, well, get, getting involved in those things, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So guess what, what's been like your, um, we have confessions, as you know, yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. What would be your, kind of, your moment, your, your confession, <laughs> get it off your chest, your, your, your uh, moment of a, a huge parenting faux pas. Yeah, I, I really, uh, this was, this was I, 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 I spoke to my wife last night about it. I said, is it okay to talk about this? She goes, yeah, it's okay. So that, this is going to be a good one then. <laughs> we have to use that as a tease because if, yeah. if you have to ask the wife's permission, then we know it's going to be a big yeah. one. I don't know whether you went through it, but when when we were the firstborn came through, we did the NCT groups beforehand, yeah. and and there's a real power in that, in in terms of you know meeting like-minded people and and getting prepared when you've never been through it before. So, young lad was born six months later. There was the sort of first meetup of of the mums and the dads. The mums have been meeting up quite a lot, but yeah. since the kids have been born, but um, and we had a you had that moment where everyone was trying to sort of have a share war stories, but also show that you've slightly got it together and 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 you're impressing yeah. you're impressing them that you're now you know what you're doing and 
and so they were just starting to wean, I think, at that time. And people were, you know, feeding their kids, and we'd we'd had a few beers and stuff, and um, nothing too much. Let's have. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I, I said to to my wife, oh, I saw right, I'll, I'll I'll feed the boy, and. Um, at home, we'd have one of those high chairs that has the sort of bit in between the legs that stops the kids from sliding out. Yeah, and so everyone's in this sort of big room, and they're all they're all um, you know chatting. And and I I put my boy on to, into the high chair of this house that we were at, and I turned around to pick up the food, and he'd slipped straight <laughs> through the sl- the chair onto the floor, screaming. Everything stops. You know, it's like the when the pool ball's stopping yeah. in the middle of the pub everyone's looking around at me and like my wife has got like the 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 most devil eyes yeah. that you've ever seen she was livid and obviously the baby was crying um it wasn't my proudest moment so wow. yeah so be careful about uh, high chairs without the uh the little uh, yeah. the little uh, leg bit in there it only takes a second though, it does right? oh, it yeah. only takes a second and I, and i was sort of i guess i was a bit overconfident and uh, you know anyway yeah or what an absolute you know, faux pas. And luckily he was all right because, you know, yeah. those things falling from that sort of height yeah. could not be great when they're that sort of age anyway. That's yeah. that's brilliant. That's a good one. That's a good one. We uh, we like good confessions like yeah, that. Yeah. It, make, it makes us all feel a little bit better. Yeah, we've all, we've all done it. We've all done <laughs> yeah. it. Well, hopefully not that. Well, but yeah. Do you know, there yeah. probably are some. Or yeah. like, um, I know people for a fact who have put them in a high chair but never buckled them in. Right. And all of a sudden you turn around and they're sort of like, Climbing out of the sea, like about to leap forward onto the table or the floor, whatever. Um, So yeah, easily done. Okay, so what would be your um, the legacy that you'd like to leave your kids? If you could kind of instill one, well, hopefully more than one, but what would be the the kind of main? Yeah, like the number one kind of ethos that that they want to that they should take forward in their lives. I, I, you know, there there are a few elements. I think the. The introduction to the ocean, as as from the surfing side, mm. I think is really important because if you if you any any especially if you live in a big city like we do in London, you know, introducing them to nature, making sure that they're spending time there is, is massively helpful from a all the environmental stuff that's going on, but also from a mental health perspective, um, you know, it makes a massive difference to get out of that comfort zone and get into nature. And surfing's amazing for that. But I I guess the the my main belief in life is around positivity um, and and the sort of the ethos that I'd love them to live, um, and and hopefully that they do, is is that they they always look at everything through glass half half full. You know that the, the, there's the opportunity for them to to do good, but it, that comes from an ethos on positivity. It's so important. Yeah. And, and you know, as a dad, and when you know, being a dad is tough, right? Like you, you're you're number four on the list, I reckon, in terms of um, you know, it's number one of the kids, number two is the wife, number three is is the job, and number four often is is the dad, yeah. right? And, Unless you've and, got a dog. And then uh, well, you're yeah, then five. You're five. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about a dog. At the moment. <laughs> You'll be pushed down yeah, the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and actually, you you asked what my sort of bit of advice was earlier, and I forgot to I forgot to mention this, but I think someone talked to me about how um, men now need to make time for time with their mates, right? And one of the things I didn't do brilliantly in my when my kids were young was actually force myself to go and have a beer with my mates mm. um, during those really dark times when you when you're no sleep and that sort of stuff. So I think my my one bit of advice is if you're a new dad or up and, and up until the sort of you know, well any time, make sure you you force yourself to go and go down the pub. I mean, it used to be that the Brits would go down the pub, you know, almost daily, right? Yeah. And now, you know, I, how often do I go and see my mates for for a drink? Yeah. Um. So you need to. I think you need to force yourself to do that, and you need to you need to get 
permission from the from the wife to sort of say that this is a re- regular thing. Yeah. Um, whilst understanding it, so so yeah, positivity and 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 making sure that you know from the advice perspective that you spend some spend some time with your mates because you need that time. Yeah, I like that. That's why um, that's so. Dadsnet has a load of local communities around the UK meeting up. Oh, awesome! The one in my area, we all, we go to the pub and. The way, we, the way we've tried to frame it or make it so the dads can frame it is I'm meeting up with my mates at the pub to be a better dad. <laughs> so Genius. Just in order to kind of get that through the permission process a little bit easier. Yeah. You know, it's, this is for me, but it's also for you and the kids. Yeah, and yeah, Actually, yeah. you're just going to go and sink a few pints. <laughs> it's brilliant. But yeah, if you want to find a local community, go to dadsnet.com forward slash community. There you go. Get that in there. Good plug. Um, cool, awesome. I mean, like, there's so much there that um, we can take from from what you've said. I mean, I'm I'm going to be re-listening and, and trying to digest it. Um, and again, thank you very much for coming in. Just remind everybody where we can where we can find more yeah. information about Charles Farm. Yeah, you can go to charlesfarm.com um, if you want to buy the products. They're in every single major retailer now, and and obviously on the on the big e-commerce retailers as well. Um, so yeah, please uh, please check them out. Yeah, we'll do. And if you need any more recommendation, JK has been using these for the last five years, and we are now starting to use them since since. Uh, yeah, and I would say well, one point on that is we do have you know we started with the with the youngsters, but now we have products for leading up to when kids are sort of twelve or thirteen, yeah. so all the way up. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much for coming in. It's, Thank re- you. it's really great to have you guys supporting us and uh, and to obviously have you as on one of the shows. It's, it's brilliant. So thank you very much. Thanks. Cheers. So there you go, Al, in conversation with Robert Bridge, who's the managing director at Child's Farm, uh, a very busy chap, but has come up with a product which is rather splendid. Yeah, and, and helping a lot of parents and a lot of children who have very sensitive skin. And I'm one of them. You yeah. know, both of my kids have got yeah. sensitive skin and, and for five years now, we have been using that. Yeah. And also, what I, ju- I mean, I just loved hearing about kind of the way he's balancing his, his you know, running a really successful business with still being dad and still, you know, making sure he's carving out time for his kids and his still family. Still got to be back home for bath time. Absolutely. And I'd like to think he's using Child's Farm uh, hair and body wash, organic sweet orange. If not, well, he's in blooming trouble, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. Um, uh, don't forget, if you want to get involved, uh, next week we'll have another confession. So if you want to actually, uh, you know, send in a confession, something you want to fess up to, we won't judge. We don't. Hey, that's what, where fess comes from. Confession. Did you not know fess that? Fess up. No, I didn't know Are that. you joking? I just thought it was some, one of these random American slang terms. No, fess up. There you fess go. Fess up. So yeah, go to thedadsnet.com. Uh, There's an online form. Uh, submit yours and you might be on next week. Don't forget to rate us, subscribe, download the podcast. You can listen to it on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please give us a review. We love reading the reviews. Rate us. And rate us. Definitely rate us. As long as it's four or five stars. Yeah. Well, five. I'll take five. Yeah, yeah. We're not picking. Well, we are. Uh, until next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.